From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Coalfield and Company with John Von Tobel and Adam Hill, only on ESPN Las Vegas. Yeah, we promise a much more orderly Cofield and Company today. And Steve Cofield is not here. One more day off this week. Adam Hill and JVT are with you. Ari back in the Finley Toyota Studios. Uh, but I'm actually I want to divert really quickly because I want to have an interesting conversation. I <laughs> why I, start I, now? Right. <laughs> well, I just I actually honestly enjoy. I want to bring Ari in really quickly to bring people behind the scenes. I thought there was a great promo that Leon just read. I found myself getting excited to watch the three-point contest and everything, and then he told me it was free on ESPN 1100? I'm ready to go. <laughs> you really did sound excited about that, too. Like You were like, you looked like you were all in. I you am. ready to go. I like it. Ari, not so much. Well, first off, I wasn't paying <laughs> attention like I should be. Uh, I just thought it was, a, it was a weird read for him, I thought. No, it was powerful. It was wonderful. Uh, but just like Ari, he finds ways to uh, poop on fun things. That's right. So I have my. I'm in good company. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was going to say, actually, I heard a promo uh, yesterday that I was like, oh, boy, I don't know. And it was, it was, it was, uh, it was Leon. And by the way, Leon, he's not sitting back there like making up whatever he wants to say. Somebody writes it and then he says it. Correct. But uh, we basically were like, he said, I think he said in the promo, like, if UNLV makes their three-pointers, they're headed for a victory against Wyoming. I was like, eh, it's not the only factor. If UNLV can hold Wyoming to 0.85 points per possession. <laughs> right. You I was know, like, well, wait a minute. We can't guarantee victories on the on the promos. What it, are we doing? That might be the second. Uh, that might be Doug. Second time you're ripping on Doug this week. No, I well, like it. I was actually I don't know who produced it, but I think the original NBA one had me willing and like willing to tune into ESPN even though I have a TV. <laughs> like that that was good. <laughs> well you're you're interested in the all-star game anyway. You're like one of the few. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. You guys won't care. There's a lot of things that I love that you guys don't care about, which we're gonna get into later. But I actually wanted to start because I know Ari's gonna crap on another thing. UFC is in town. They're fighting at the yes. apex. Uh, it is arguably, which we'll get to the ramifications of the card being like the greatest card of all time, which I've heard quite a bit about. Um, it's just, it, it, should, it seems like a very deep card. Dominic Cruz is yeah. uh, the, <laughs> the prelims. It gives you an idea yeah. how good this card can be. Uh, but Adam, Ari, of course, being the wet blanket that he is, now does not like uh, Israel Adesanya's weigh-in. So it can fill people in on not even just the weigh-in, but the, the historic nature of his weigh-in today. Well, yeah, he's... So Israel Adesanya moving up from 185 to 205, obviously trying to make history. And the reason, just to get behind the scenes, and we'll talk about this a little bit more as the show goes on, but like the reason this card is so deep and so stacked is because there is a strong belief Israel Adesanya is the next massive superstar of the UFC. And this is like, hey, everybody tune into this card. Everybody buy this card because you're going to see like the kind of the coronation of Israel Adesanya uh, as – that next big superstar, that next Conor McGregor type figure in the UFC. There's a chance that he doesn't win, but uh, that you know, <laughs> we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, so Israel Adesanya is moving up from 185, where he is the champion, to 205, where he's challenging for the title tomorrow. He weighed in at 200.5 pounds, so four and a half pounds under the weight limit. He also brought a pizza with him to the to the scale, just to be like. I do what I want. He was wearing sweats too. I mean, he, it's not like he even stripped down, so he might have even be le- been less than two hundred uh, when he took the scale. Eating the pizza, just showing like, hey, like I don't need to go up to two hundred five. I'm going to fight at two hundred, and I'm going to be fine. Uh, but no fighter uh, that has weighed in under two hundred two has ever won the light heavyweight title. So, and it has happened. Happen, hasn't happened often, only twice. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, certainly the uh, there's some history going against Israel Adesanya here and trying to move up and win. Uh, the belt at 205 pounds, but he is a pretty significant favorite. Ari thought it was corny. Ari sent it in and actually called it extra corny. He's, he's the fact that he waited with the pizza box with the hand gesture, like, eh, come on, give me the pizza so we can do this cool bit. And that was just and then, <laughs> there's a, an empty pizza box, by the way. I'm pretty sure. Well, pretty sure, but you don't know that. It looked, by empty. the way, it looked flimsy. Where's it from? This is. Well, that that was my biggest question because it's very much a generic. Like that's the most generic pizza box I've ever seen yeah. in my life, right? It just says hot okay. slice crust. Like it says a whole bunch of pizza words on it, but it doesn't tell you where the pizza is from. So I will, I'll make this vow that I will, if he wins and he does a press conference tomorrow, 
I will ask if he brought the box with him from New Zealand. Or oh, if that was... a, do you think? <laughs> Did he bring like, the box? Something with him? he thought the whole way. He was like, "Hey, yeah. don't forget the pizza box. All right, <laughs> got to bring that in." He's like, he's checking his bag. He's like, "All right, gloves, shorts, uh, t-shirts. I got okay. I got my passport. Where's that pizza box at? Like, how, I, how much better? <laughs> how much better know. is that? If or he's walking to the car and he's like, oh wait, oh, I gotta run back. And he like runs back into the house." And like grabs the pizza box off the, off the uh, kitchen counter. No, it, it, there is some. I mean, there's a chance. Like he is a he is a showman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's part of his of his repertoire and his you know, his style. So I don't know, um, you know exactly uh, what, what what went on there. But I, I can ask him if he uh, if he gets the win and he does a presser. Like for our listeners, if you tune into the press conference, you get to hear that question tomorrow if uh, if Israel Adesanya talks. But yeah, I mean, listen, it was obviously a, a gimmick to say. Hey, look! I'm I'm gonna come in lighter than you. You're gonna have a size advantage. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's what he, that's the game he's playing. Um, and for the for those that you know are you know to even take it one step further, like the Israel Adesanya John Jones battle has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And John Jones just took to Twitter in the last you know hour or so and was like, uh, "Israel's getting knocked out tomorrow." <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's picking against him, and and the uh, you know John Jones is the longtime champion at two hundred five. He has he has vacated that belt and moved up uh, to heavyweight. So if they were to fight, maybe it'd have to be at heavyweight down the road. But Adesanya said that's fine with him. He doesn't care, and he said he'll fight at heavyweight at whatever weight he wants. That he would fight at two hundred pounds and f- go up and fight at heavyweight, which I don't think is allowed. I think you have to be at least two hundred six. But you know he's he's making that case, and maybe next time he'll bring like a full you know steak dinner or something with him to the scale. Baked potato, the uh, reminiscent of the baked potato that Steve Cofield ate. It had like roast beef and like melted cheddar cheese on it. And he told me he oh, washed dude. it down. He washed it down with a coffee with vanilla creamer. And I was like, oh my. Ugh. Um, I, I I know Steve doesn't like us to, uh, and I, you know we're not supposed to necessarily name places. That there is a barbecue place in town, like probably the most popular barbecue place in town. Okay, they have they have a baked potato with like all the barbecue, like with meat and all the barbecue fixings inside of it that is unbelievable interesting sane would it be yeah. moving fog <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I hope everyone else appreciates that as, as much as i do yes yeah yes, it would be that's a good one <laughs> moving it's all up, fog it's all up here bro yes that place all, all right i'm gonna check yeah. it out that's actually it's, a von Tobel. that's a von Tobel household staple it is that that potato is unreal. Although, like, God, the sandwich, so good too. It is oh, much man. like Israel Adesanya's pizza box was tremendous, Ari. So don't try to ruin it. I also felt attacked, by the way, because uh, I don't look nearly as good holding a pizza box myself. <laughs> Have you tried? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I've held many pizza boxes. Look at me, especially lately. Fair. Well, I mean, you, you say to look at you. I, I mean, you know, I wasn't going to say. Like, are you? Are you wearing gloves? Dude, we've talked about this before. I have <laughs> I have topical dermatitis, and I have to wear a glove to put my medicine on. Thanks for bringing uh, just, it up, man. Hippo laws, right? You get, get arrested or something? You can share it yourself, though. You're allowed to talk about it. I mean, I... Yeah, you I, me. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. Actually, in reality, I mean, this isn't like a very serious thing, but I'm going to get like some new th- like thing, and I got to like jab myself like a like a pen. What I gotta put? Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta like jab myself, and I don't know where. I haven't done it yet. I'm gonna get it. Are you gonna be able to do it? Yeah, it's like a little pen thing. You just like hold. It I, up there, John, there's zero chance I'd be able to do that. <laughs> there, you wouldn't be able to administer a, a little poke to yourself like that. No. Are you where serious? You, are, no. Are you get by the mic? Would you, not even for like a quick second. Like you don't have to do any like pushing or anything like that. It's literally just hold it up to your skin and press a button, and it. Does, chink, it's like, does it voice. matter? Does it matter where it goes? The, uh, from I, again, hold on, real quick. I, I have not been told yet where it goes, but I, I got the assumption when he told me it was a shot. He did a motion towards like his uh, stomach or leg area. It would be something simple, like in your thigh or in your side. I mean, what I'm saying is like. You know, if there was like a specific place that it has to go, and you have to get the right the right spot, and like like find a vein or something like I don't I don't know no, no, any no. of those things. Like I no. would not be able to do anything like that. If you're saying it can just go anywhere in your skin, like okay, yeah, I think I yeah. can do that. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's just there's, there's no chance. I mean, I I you know I recently had a shot, John, in the, in the arm. 
Um, and okay. uh, like, first of all, I like I are, as you, I a sat look, down, are you a look away, look away guy? A million percent. And I told the lady, <laughs> I told the lady, I was like, by the way, I'm terrified of needles, so this might not go well. And she she just said like she's like oh no, no that's okay and she treated she literally treated me like a five year old which was necessary in the situation she was like no no look over there look over there it's fine and she's like hey how long have you lived here and I'm like I know you're about to do it you're trying to distract me from the needle <laughs> she's like yeah but you're an adult like <laughs> knock it off right so as she's getting me to talk about like how long I've lived in Nevada she's like oh see there it's done and I was like yeah I know I felt it it was excruciating it was awful. But I did get through it. And then she said that I should get a lollipop. Yeah, or a sticker or something, at least, for all She's the like, trouble. Yeah, this is not a doctor's office, but if it were, you would, you were a good boy and you earned yourself a lollipop. And I was like, thank you. The, uh, my my wife, Isabel, for those who do not know, uh, but my wife is – she's not scared of shots, but she doesn't like when they prick your finger for, like, blood. Oh, no. And we, we went to go give blood one time, and they, they had to prick her finger for something. And she goes, you have to do what? And like she was, like, like, it was, dude. She took the needle to draw blood like a champ, but to prick the finger, like something about it, she just she can't do it, can't do it at all. It's so weird. Ari, can you do it? Are you a needle guy? I, if you had to save my life, would you inject me? Yes. With something. Great question. Okay. Yes. Uh, no, I actually I'm not as transparent about my medical stuff as you are, John. But I actually have to for years now. I've had to administer my own shot every once a week. Um, it is a, it's an instrument, so it's not like, you know, the needle that you're thinking. It's like one of those pens kind of. But, yeah, so what I'm talking about, so you just push but, it uh, in. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I've, I'm used to it now. Oh, but man, like, it, it's not it's not fun. And, and you, you can't really look away, you know. I do it in my, like, basically in my arm, right? You can see my bicep area, tricep area. What do you got? What do I got? It's called, <laughs> <What do you laughs> got? It's called Enbrel. Yes. <laughs> Said, I'm not as transparent as you guys are. Oh, what do you got? Oh, what are you I think that one. It, what are you dealing with? <laughs> it's it's for uh, inflammation issues. Yeah. You don't have to do that. I did it. Tricked there you, you just like I was tricked. I feel uh, better now. There you go. About my, I think it's called <laughs> atopical <laughs> dermatitis. <laughs> See, look, we're all friends here. See, I'm a Everything. man's man. I just shove a needle. Well, I have, I have, I think you guys are wrong on that top. Well, and you said something different. I, there is, I think. We can't do this now because we're going to do it forever. But I think some of us are confusing a guy's guy with a man's man. And I, and, <laughs> and I have a candidate for, for each. And I think we're conflating okay. the two. So okay. we're going to get to that later. So we are fine. We are doing great. Maybe not so much in the offseason for the front office of the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think have a very important draft coming up. But I want to pick your brain on this because, you know, there was a piece that was written by Vinny Bonsignor today. Uh, or was it or yesterday? One of the two. Um, about the draft coming up and the potential for this draft to be very important for one Mike Mayock in the front office. I want to pick Adam's brain on that. And the latest Todd McShay mock draft is out. You'll never believe who he's got the Raiders taken in the first round. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Las Vegas, are you ready to rock? Get over to Finley Toyota right now and let us show you our VIP lineup. Roll up to your next gig with style in a new Camry or grab a new rugged Tacoma to haul your gear around. Finley has got what you need and our state-of-the-art service center and amazing customer service will have you feeling like a rock star. Visit us today or schedule an appointment at FinleyToyota.com. Finley Toyota, we'll do Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
New Velomax nicotine pouches have arrived. You've got flavors with five new options, including wintergreen and cinnamon. You've got strengths with two, four, and the new seven milligram strength. You've got freedom. They're tobacco leaf free, so you can enjoy them virtually anywhere. More flavors, more strengths, more freedom. You've got Velomax. Available at a convenient store near you or visit velo.com. Nicotine products, underage sale prohibited. Website restricted to age 21 plus nicotine consumers. The cast iron skill at the barbecue reverse here, Pittsburgh style. I'm doing it all now with my steaks. Thanks to Meetup Vegas. Vegas.com. Great steaks deserve special care. And meetupvegas.com is where you can get the best stuff. This is not grocery store meat. Never sold to the public before until now. It's meetupvegas.com, M-E-A-T-Vegas.com. Specializing in USDA-graded prime and certified Angus beef. Plus, they've got supreme chicken, lamb, turkey, and pork. You go to meetupvegas.com, use the code COFIELD for a discount. Go there now, meetupvegas.com. It's meetupvegas.com. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> Bom dia, like good, good day, good morning, I think. I can say je m'appelle David, but that's probably it. When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. This year is my year to get fluent in Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. I've tried other language learning apps and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game-changer for me. Hoy es miércoles y el clima está muy bueno afuera. Estoy con fome. Yo no tomé café de mañana. Je suis des Etats-Unis et du viens tu. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Here's something you might not know. A person with $30,000 in credit card debt will generally end up paying around $90,000 back, and it could take more than 15 years to be debt-free. At Panda Law, we can get most people out of debt for around half of what they owe, and it only takes us one to two years. Why pay three times what you owe with interest and fees when you can pay half? If you've fallen behind already or are struggling with minimum payments, call Panda Law 702. Hey, Jake Soteros here, your friendly neighborhood house guy. I want you to know that I am still buying distressed homes. Too many repairs have you down, bad tenants, unwanted house, need cash fast. Whatever the reason, do not sell your house to anyone else without speaking with me first. I buy at a fair price. I cater my offer in terms to you and you pay zero fees and do zero repairs. I'm a local small business and not a giant corporate owned home buyer. I'm competitive with these big boys and my money stays right here in the local community. As a cash buyer and full service realtor, my goal is simple. Find out what you need, then work my butt off to make that happen. I'm Jake Soteros, powered by eXp Realty. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Call Jake Soteros at 224-2642. That's 224-2642. Or visit his site at VegasJake.com. VegasJake.com or call 224-2642. License number S.01788843. License number NSCB 79415-0079414. The high temperature limit control isn't working. The flame rollout sensor is bad. A cracked heat exchanger and a faulty flue exhaust pressure sensor are super dangerous. This fan limit sensor and flame proving sensor were both bad. We inspect all six safety components every time we do a gas furnace safety check. And if you've got electric heat, chances are you've got a heat pump, which is really just your air conditioner running backward. That means it never gets to rest, runs forward all summer, then runs backward all winter. That's like running a 29-mile marathon, then running another one. Your system is going to love you if you call right now and schedule a system rejuvenation. It's the best $129 you'll ever spend. And we'll give you a Sadie Guard Dog face mask and a flashlight. Get it. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. I'm attorney Glenn Lerner. After being a personal injury attorney for 28 years, I've learned a lot of things about insurance companies, and there are a few things I trust more than them. For example, I trust a rabid cobra protecting her babies. I trust a hungry grizzly bear with a steak in my pocket, and I trust a shark in my hot tub. <laughs> Get the picture? Hurting a wreck any to check? You know who you can trust. Or Lerner and Rowe. Lerner and Rowe is the way to go. Call 877 Now handling 3M earplug cases. Scott Guido, managing attorney. 
You're listening to Cofield and Company. Live from the Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. Adam Hill and John Von Tobel with you today. Small company takeover. Steve Cofield off again. Uh, and coming up in about, what, 15 minutes, 10 minutes from now, Kurt Heelan's going to be with us, lead NBA writer, editor over at NBC Sports. Dot com. But Adam, I wanted to, as we get closer to draft season, and we're pretty much in it right now, right? When's the draft? Uh, end of April. End of April, right. So we got about a month and a half left to go. Um, a little bit more than that. But I am I was thinking about this a little bit when I saw this piece from Vinny Bonsignor, your colleague over at the Las Vegas Review-Journal, talking about how Mayock and in the front office are hoping that they don't have another mishap in the draft like last year because of that pesky covid Part of the uh, piece here, though, I want to read from this so I don't misquote anything. Uh, quote, in retrospect, Raiders general manager Mike Mayock concedes last year's draft strategy was a case of biting off a little more than the Raiders could chew, at least not if the goal was to reap immediate dividends. With COVID-19 wreaking so much havoc, third-round picks Lynn Bowden and Tanner Muse, uh, fourth-rounder Amik Robertson, struggled to make significant positional changes. So I might be misinterpreting that. That sounds like Mayock saying, yeah, we didn't hit on it because COVID was, you know, just rough, man. They couldn't learn, and that's what happened. So that's why, you know, we couldn't move on with those guys. So am, let me first off, am I misinterpreting that before I move on with my greater point? No, I, I don't think you're misinterpreting it. I mean, I, I think that there is there is reasons to kind of agree with it. Um, I, I think they – I think in retrospect, and I think teams should have maybe factored it in a lot more. And, like, you don't take project guys in that kind of a season. Or and you I don't give up some, on them as quick? Well, I still don't think they gave up on Bowden because of performance. No, I'm just saying, like if, like, if you're willing to take a project, that could be the other route, right? Not, I'm not even saying you should have kept him. I'm saying the right. other route that you prepare for is, or we just don't punt on them as quickly because this is a weird offseason. Right. And, you know, and I think that's, you know, the case with uh, with Tanner Moose, who, you know, was changing positions. Um, and you don't think it's that much of a big deal, but I, you know, I, I talked about this that I did, uh, um, you know, I, I did that interview with Dabo Sweeney about all the Clemson guys on the Raiders, and he was talking about Tanner Muse for a long time, and just and he was the one saying this, the same kind of things that Mayock is saying of like, hey, they took a guy to try to move his position, and they did it in a year where they weren't allowed to see him until training camp started. So like, how are you going to ask a guy to change positions when you're not even allowed in the building? And, and it's a, it's a valid point. Now, I, I think you could you could look at it either way and just say. Okay, well, um, chalk it up to COVID, and maybe you made a mistake because you didn't get to scout as much as you want or anything like that. Or you can take the other side and just say you just had to write off the year. If you wanted to take a guy like that, you had to write off his freshman or his rookie year, and just say, hey, we're not going to get anything from him. And that's kind of what they did. But I also don't think you can you can judge. And then you look, just look around. I mean, it it sounds you know one of my favorite debates to have on here is like excuses versus reasons. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes you know, people have a lot of reasons for something. And you're like, oh, it's excuses. Sometimes they really are reasons. I mean, you go, you look up and down the draft class. They tried to change Amik Robertson's position. He was a, you know, he was playing a lot of outside corner. They wanted to move him inside, which is absolutely a different position. Tanner Muse, they wanted to move from safety to linebacker, um, and really from a special teams guy to an actual defensive player. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a position change. Um, Lynn Bowden was cha- moving from quarterback to running back. That's a completely different position. Uh, Damon Arnett was hurt most of the year. Now, I, I think you can, you know, you can look at each one of those cases and say, okay, well, I get it. I understand what happened with that guy. But that, but when you look at it as a whole, you're like, wait a minute. All of these people had issues like turning out the way that they were supposed to or that they were expected to. Like now, even though every individual case is different and could have a reason. Like you, when you take it as a whole, I think you'd want some success from somebody, right? So it leads me to my question here: as we enter this draft, like how important is this draft for this this front office, this talent evaluation team, everything from that perspective? Because it, it does seem as we have you know used this word quite a bit with this front office, when at least when it comes to the draft, the R word, right? Reach, reaching on guys and, and not having it work out. So like, what's the pressure like for Mayock? Do you think of this draft and this front office? And maybe am I being too harsh with my personal criticism? That like I like I, I struggle to find some of the positives when it comes to using the draft assets right for solid return. Yeah, I mean I, I think it's definitely an important draft 
uh, in terms of trying to build what they want to build, especially, you know, the salary cap down the way it is and the Raiders are kind of up against it anyway. Um, they don't have a whole lot of room to maneuver in free agency. It's not like they're going to make big splashes there. So you have to find players. And, and last year wasn't good enough, so you have to get better. And the only way that you're really adding players is through the draft. And so you've you've got to get better through the draft, and that's absolutely um, of why this makes it so important, You know, especially after, uh, as we talked about, some of the guys that didn't work out last year. So it has to be important. But I also don't know, like when we talk about how important is this, usually that means, well, like is the person going to get fired? Like I, I just don't, I don't see that coming. Certainly not, not happening with Gruden. Like there's no such thing as a hot seat for Gruden. He's the coach as long as he wants to be the coach. Um, and so, and I think Mayock is there as long as Gruden wants him there. So if if they're in the room and, and Gruden knows, like you know, it, it'd be easy, I think, to you know, if it goes wrong, to just be like, ah, that was Mayock. But Gruden right. knows who's who's really doing who's doing it. It's, he knows how much it's, he has. That's why I try to use the phrase front office a little bit more along with Mayock, right? Because there is obviously uh, that different dynamic there. Tom McShay came out with his latest mock draft. Uh, He has the Raiders taking Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker out of Notre Dame. Sexy pick. Totally in on this. Uh, Are you? No. I mean, I don't really care. To me personally, it's, and again, draft, board, how it breaks down, guys that are available, all this kind of stuff. We've talked about this all the time. We know the weaknesses of this Raiders defense. I would assume that you would do what you could to target an edge rusher of some sort, right? Again, how deep the class is and where you feel that you're at in that spot obviously matters with talent evaluation. But and there's so many factors, John. Like when you do these mock drafts and, and like right. ask somebody who does them, like I I do them and I work on them and I kind of know how hard they are to do. Um, but it's also like you're looking at what the needs are right now, and the needs today might be different than the needs tomorrow. And, and I, I don't even mean that, like, figuratively. I mean, literally, you know, Nick Morrow is a guy who I am I think is going to get a lot of attention in the offseason, and I, I expected that they weren't going to be able to keep him. So when I did my mock draft, I also had them taking a linebacker. Now, a linebacker who's versatile in, in Micah Parsons who uh, can cover and can get to the quarterback. So, I mean, that would be a kind of a prototypical guy that you need. Maybe some struggles against the run, but you've got, you know, Kwiatkowski who was pretty good against the run last year. Now, if you add... Uh, another rusher who can also cover, uh, like Littleton, who's more the cover specialist, even if he didn't have a great season. Um, Michael Parsons is a great fit. But now you see the report in the last like hour, yep. like Nick Morrow could be returning to the Raiders. So you're like, okay, well, then they probably wouldn't be taking a linebacker in that spot. Now you're looking either, you know, offensive line, especially interior offensive line after Gabe Jackson is gone, or even tackle if Trent Brown is not around, or wide receiver. Or of course, edge rusher. Like depending on who the best player available is at there, and and we're assuming that they're signing one of the big free agent safeties when we have this conversation. If that doesn't happen, then you're probably looking safety in the draft too. So like things can change. Uh, I said day to day, hour to hour, uh, in terms of who you might be looking at in the draft. But you know, right now, I think that would be if if uh, if he was available, I think that would be a pretty good. Uh, there's a pretty good chance he would take him. Have you have you done one yet, Amak? You're working on your first. I did. 1.0 is out, John. Oh, what, what, what was your uh, what was your Raiders pick? I apologize, I didn't read it. Uh, it was I got I gave them Micah Parsons uh, oh, right. State. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, and and I thought I thought that made some sense. I I, I thought there was other there's other directions that they could go. Um, you know, there's other mm-hmm. guys that they could they could certainly take. But and and by the way, if if Morrow's back, I don't think I'd like in my next one. My next one will be out on the fifteenth. Um, I wouldn't have them taking Parsons even if he was there because I think he might be gone but even if he's there I wouldn't have them taking him if Morrow was back in the mix so that that's how quickly things can change in a mock draft all right I apologize I probably should have listened to you I would feel really bad about that sorry man I'll get through more work talk you know who should listen to Kurt Heelan Kurt Heelan's really good basketball mind works for NBC Sports he'll join us next uh one team out there just keeps being disrespected and somebody's had it and they let the world know Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. There's a reason approved certified pre-owned Jaguars enjoy such an outstanding reputation. They were once new Jaguars. Hi, this is Ray Denardi. With the 100,000-mile approved certified warranty, pre-owned Jaguars still have plenty of life left in the tank. They're like new in every respect and waiting to take you on many more exhilarating drives. Come find yours today at Jaguar Land Rover Las Vegas, 6425 Roy Horn Way, or visit us online at jlrlv.com. 
This Friday during the season, join us from 6 to 7 p.m. for the William Hill Radio Show hosted by Polly Howard. He'll break down all the weekend action, including the latest odds, matchups, and who bettors are backing the most. After the William Hill Radio Show, make William Hill Sportsbooks your home for betting with live continuous in-play wagering and the chance to bet from your seat and on the go with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App allows you to bet from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. For more information and to visit a William Hill Sportsbook and Mobile Sports Deposit location, visit WilliamHill.us. More lawyer, less fee. I'm attorney Paul Powell. Have you been injured in a crash? Do you want to win your case? Do you want the insurance companies saying, It's Paul Powell! Of course you do. I've spent almost 20 years helping injury victims get paid, and I for sure can help you. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Some restrictions apply. At GiveMeTheVin.com, it's all digital. We have a 45-second offer online. It's fast, it's easy, and we have the best online reviews on the planet. Sell me your car. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic, best mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with a purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. It's tough to, to go out there and see how we fight and compete and to have a game like that taken from us. And I'm never, ever one to, to, to blame a ref, to blame an official. I could say I, we could have done more, but this, this is getting out of hand. You're listening to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. It's the voice of Donovan Mitchell, star for the Utah Jazz right after that loss to the Philadelphia 76ers the other night. Uh, Mitchell got ejected at him, as you know. Was actually very polite in his ejection. Uh, he like th- I can't remember what he threw, but he knocked over like a water jug or something, and then apologized to the guy that was sitting immediately right there. <laughs> Wasn't as angry as it probably should have. Kurt Heelan is with us, uh, lead NBA writer, editor, NBCSports.com. Kurt, thank you for the time. So I actually I kind of want to start with that and get to the Jazz overall. But was was Mitchell implying that the refs essentially don't take the Jazz seriously, and so they're not officiated properly when they play? Yeah. First off, that water cooler had it coming. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, what they, it's kind of the, and, and a lot of teams have made this over the years, the small market argument that the, the, uh, that they're not getting the respect that stars get or, you know, the, the Lakers, for example, or somebody like that gets in the, in the, your Brooklyn from the referees, that they're not getting those kind of calls. By the way, the Lakers were complaining about calls last night, too. So I guess that's just everybody, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, that that's kind of the argument that the Jazz are making that they're they feel frustrated that they're they're not getting the calls that they should be and Jazz fans are, are piling on this. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that they didn't get. I'm not sure that they really. Some of those calls were pretty fifty fifty and they didn't really go their way, but they weren't egregious to me. That said, the ejection was egregious, and I just there's been a rash of those lately. Um, and I think that Donovan Mitchell has a point about about needing. I guess you need to earn that in the playoffs a little bit, but they they certainly do not get superstar calls like some teams. Yeah, and the ejections is a good point too. Obviously, Devin Booker getting ejected uh, the other night for JJ Reddick was the worst. JJ Reddick rolled the ball back to the ref and got ejected. Yep. So, what do you think? What do you think is behind some of this stuff? I mean, is the empty gyms not helping with these officials hearing pretty much everything that these guys are saying? Tensions running high. What, what do you think? I think there's a little of that. There's a, just a crackdown lately. It seems like they kind of the referees go back and forth on this. There's the respect for the game thing. They feel like all they get is guys in their ears yelling at them. It's not a. Uh, there's not a dialogue going on. It's it's just people trying to fire up fans or just or grandstanding or cussing at them. And I think they're hearing, like you said, they're definitely hearing more of it now because there's, there's just not the same amount of ambient noise in the building. You can, you can hear things you didn't hear before. Um, so I think that there's a little of that, and refs kind of go in and out of this, where there's this rash of these, and then they'll come back from the break and everything will be calmed down for a while, and then you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, it's just frustrating because I don't like seeing guys get ejected for being emotional, because I want them to be emotional. We want them as fans to be emotional. We want them invested. Uh, we don't want them to kind of bottle that up. And, yes, you can absolutely cross the line with that, no question, but I don't think Donovan Mitchell crossed the line with that. Uh, Montrezl Harrell from the Lakers did get one the other night for yelling and one. I'm like, 
if you're going to call and one, every time a guy says and one on a Kev's play, it's, you know, every trip down the court, man. Like, so I, I, I'm curious how that's going to, I'm curious if there's going to find it, if the referees are, somebody's going to come down from the league in the refereeing office and talk to them or send out some memos about calming this down. Yeah, I, or if they teed up Carmelo every time, is it get the F out of here every time he goes up for an offensive <laughs> yeah. rebound, I think? Uh, it would be ridiculous. Kurt Healing with us. All right, so let's start with the team we were talking about at the top then. Uh, your belief uh, in the Utah Jazz, because anytime anybody who I talked about the Utah Jazz, Kurt, I bring up the fact that, you know, we've seen this from Utah before. A couple years ago when they lost to Houston in the second round, they went 21-2 and during a 23-game stretch in the regular yeah. season. So what's different? I think Mike Conley makes them a little different. I think they've got more diversity. The defense has been generally good over the last few years, but offensively, especially when Bogdanovich is healthy, they just have more options to beat you. It's not Donovan Mitchell against the world. Um, they're still an ensemble trying to win as an ensemble, and we know that that's, that, that is much harder to do in the NBA. I mean, yeah, I guess you can call Miami that from last year, and the 2004 Pistons are the patron saints of those kind of teams. But it's just harder if you don't have LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Ka- you know, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, and then going back, you know, your Kobe's and Larry Bird and whoever. If you don't have that kind of superstar that just both causes problems and erases mistakes, um, it's just much harder to get there as an ensemble. So I think they can do it. I think that they. I think they have to be considered legitimate contenders. But the road. I'm with you. The road for them is much tougher, and I think that. I think I think like the Clippers are just a tough matchup for them if the Clippers are healthy. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. What what about the Lakers? Would would they have a tough time with the Jazz? Is that a bad matchup for them? I don't. I again, I think what really hurts the Jazz and the Lakers can exploit this a little bit, and I think the Clippers just do it a little better. Is what are the Jazz trying to do on defense? They're going to they're using Rudy Gobert to take away easy buckets at the paint because he's on his way to being Defensive Player of the Year again, probably. And then they can stay home on the shooters at the three-point line and force you into the mid-range and try to contest some of those. Except that Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George love those. And frankly, LeBron James will kill you there, and he can post guys up and force you to you know, bring Rudy over and double and then make a pass. And, and Anthony Davis is a whole set of problems. So those matchups just become much tougher to stop. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, look, I'm not saying Utah can't do it. I just, I'm not sold push comes to shove, they're going to be able to stop those teams in a, in a seven-game playoff series. But what we're talking about with Utah now is like, basically, hey, what happens in the second round of the playoffs and beyond? Right? We, we, this, isn't, this isn't, are they contenders? Because they are absolutely contenders. Can they really compete with the highest levels? That's what we have to see from them. But they've earned the right to be in that conversation at this point. How, how many teams are in the conversation? How many teams could potentially win the West? The West, I, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz. I don't okay. unless Denver makes a trade and then plays a lot better the second half defensively. Um, it, it, you know, Jamal Murray started to come back around. Jokic has just been phenomenal all season, but uh, I'm still not completely sold on them having taken a step forward. Um, so unless they do something at the deadline, I, I'm not convinced they're there yet. Um, so I think it's just the three uh, of them, and you know. I, I tend to lean towards the Lakers personally only because I've seen them do it. I don't really have a question if LeBron James is going to be good in the playoffs. Well, yeah. we saw we saw Blake Griffin come available. Uh, we knew this was going to happen, but now it's, it's yeah. official. How much of a market do you think is going to be there for him? Well, he's probably signing in Brooklyn. This is this is I don't want to say done, but pretty close to done is what everybody you know what, what everybody around the league is now saying. I heard. Market with certain teams. Um, look, Miami could absolutely. They're starting Kelly Olynyk at the four. They're very <laughs> open to bringing in guys who can play power forward, and are looking for them at the deadline. Um, the Bucks and Clippers don't have the cap space. They'd have to make a move, and I'm not sure you're going to make a trade just to sign Blake Griffin um, and what's left of him. But he could help a lot of teams, um, and he helps in Brooklyn. He gives he defined role. Like he's not he's not going to start at the four because I, I hear that Kevin Durant guy's pretty good, um, <laughs> but. But if you're adding depth and putting him on a second unit with Jeff Green and and you know you're keeping one of the big three out there at least, like he can move the ball. He can if he can he's going to get wide open shots. And if he can just knock them down, uh, he, he poses a lot of problems. He, he's not been 
his athleticism is waning, but he is a, still a high IQ player who can, I think, help them a lot and just gives them dependable depth going forward. Kurt, where are you at with Brooklyn as we have watched them play this well with James Harden leading the way and Kevin Durant not even playing at all? Uh, what was your opinion prior to acquiring Harden? Where are you at now with the, where they're at in the Eastern Conference and the pecking order of the whole thing? I wasn't sold on that deal only because I wasn't sure they were going to play. I just wasn't sure about the defense. And I, they, I guess there were some concerns, but I didn't have. I personally didn't have big concerns with the, them figuring the offense out. I kind of subscribed to the Mike D'Antoni smart players figure it out <laughs> theory. Like, yep. you throw them out there, they'll figure it out. And they have. And, and James Harden has made – he's playing like at an MVP level again since, since the trade. He's not going to win MVP because you can't after you just completely sabotage a team's season to start it. But um, but he's playing fantastic. That said, the defense was really the concern. I just wasn't thinking they were going to get stops. But over the last few weeks, their defense has been average. It's been okay. Um, and okay with that offense is probably good enough. Like I, I, I probably would pick them. If you made me pick one team in the East, I would probably pick them. I'd also probably pick the field over any one team over there because I don't completely yeah. trust any of them. But I, I think that they, they've been better, a little better, and come together a little more quickly than I expected. So when we look at the, overall these teams, the, the one team card that keeps sticking out to me uh, that I think you know had really tough COVID issues, and a lot of these teams did, um, they also have regular injury issues, but they're playing better. I think Miami's still kind of the same team from last year, right? Like this is still a team yeah. that I think once they start to get healthy defensively, they've been fantastic. Like I really wouldn't be surprised to see Miami win the Eastern Conference again. Am I crazy? No, you're not. I, I they have they, they have been decimated, and they have to get um, they had to get healthy and get rolling. Their defense has been a lot better. Um, Jimmy Butler started to come back. I you know they've asked. I think they could use another play, but they've asked Tyler Hero to do more with playmaking, and that hasn't completely worked out. But I think the guy they really miss right now, Jay Crowder provided them a lot of stability at the four, and now they're starting Kelly Olenek. That's the concern. That's the weakness right now that that was something that they could had dependable and reliable in the bubble. Um, and they are very active on the market looking for someone to help fill that role. And we'll see who comes available. They've got some trade assets. They've some young players and stuff they, they they could move. We'll see how all in they go because I'm with you. I nobody's running away with the East. You're not this isn't you know, this isn't the Kevin Durant Warriors where you're like, yeah, good luck catching those guys. Like it, this is this is a beatable team. Um so I think that or you know, everybody in the East is beatable. So I think Miami might make a move to try to, to try to get back to where they were. So before we get you out of here, I'm really curious, and this might be a little bit of a bigger topic if we had forever, but just your general thoughts on what the second half is going to look like, because I've been going over some of these schedules, like the level of play that we expect to see, because there's a lot of five games and seven yeah. nights and back-to-backs. What well, type of play are we seeing here in the second half? I'm more worried, and I'm, I'm worried about seeing more injuries. You traditionally yeah. see more injuries in the second half of the season anyway, because muscles get tired, and now it doesn't support the ligament quite as well, and suddenly strain, sprain, whatever it is, um, and hope, you know, and hopefully nothing worse. And now you're compounding that with a brutally tight schedule. Um, I think the level of play is going to go down. I don't think it's going to be high. And I think the advantage for teams that can find ways to rest their players going into the playoffs is going to be pretty huge. If you're, you know, if, if you're the Lakers or Bucks or Clippers or whoever it is, you know, what name your, you know, Philadelphia, your top team, if you can find a way to get your stars some rest and keep them as healthy as possible going into the playoffs, it's going to be a huge advantage as opposed to having to sprint down through the you know through the end of the season and through all this. Kurt Heelan, again, lead NBA writer, editor, NBCSports.com. Kurt, thank you very much for the time. Enjoy your work, dude. So uh, thank you for giving us a couple oh, minutes. Thank, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yep, you got it. Well, Adam, you know I love basketball. When I grew up, enjoyed it. One of the best Christmas presents I ever got, three-foot-tall Michael Jordan from Space Jam. Wow. He had, a button, uh, he had a button on his back, and he said all sorts of zany Michael Jordan lines from Space Jam. <laughs> Jordan didn't have a lot of zany lines in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he really did. But this is all set up to say that the filthy liberals have gotten their hand on my sexy cartoon bunny. Join the conversation on Twitter at Cofield & Co. PTs, this is the best viewing for the Vegas Golden Knights outside of the arena. 
Cheer the Knights to victory with a Cold Pint or Classic Cocktail. Enjoy our famous wings, burgers, or pizza surrounded by high-def screens showcasing the action on the ice. With 60-plus locations around the valley, you're sure to find a PT's near you. Visit PTsTaverns.com to find your local tavern. That's PTsTaverns.com, official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Hear that sound? After you've been hurt in a wreck, that's the sound of the value of your case going down. Every second you wait to get medical treatment and to get a lawyer can greatly affect the value of your case. After you've been hurt in a wreck, stop the clock by calling in a row. We'll immediately get working on your case, getting you the medical treatment you need, and in most cases, with no out-of-pocket expenses, even if you don't have health insurance. Murder and Rope is the way to go. Call 877-1500. Now handling 3M earplug cases. Scott Guido, managing attorney. Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here, but you can do more than wait for your turn. Here's how. Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with, and it's risky to be indoors with them too. And masks? Well, they protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them. Wear a mask, watch your distance, and make a big difference now. Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. What's in store this week at Staples? A big deal on ink. That's kind of a big deal. Staples has the technology, furniture, and supplies you need for a totally productive workspace. And right now, you can earn 25% back in Staples rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $175 on toner. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery powered by Instacart. Ends 3621. Limit four in-store and on Instacart only. Visit staplesconnect.com slash ink rewards for details. Instacart delivery subject to availability. Additional fees may apply. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates with service that's great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. Record high property values and interest rates still at record lows. Hey, it's Cofield. I'm telling you, it's time to call Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans to get that mortgage tuned up or purchase your dream home today. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777 362. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 5772600. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. A lot of people won't call an attorney to help them get out of debt because they're afraid they'll get pushed into a bankruptcy. Not a Panda Law Firm. We're a full-service debt relief law firm, and that means we review all your options with you. During your free consultation, Panda attorneys will talk to you about bankruptcy, debt consolidation, and debt settlement. Then we'll work to figure out the best option for you. When you need help with your personal or business debt, call Panda Law 702-818-3888. Hop into savings this spring by getting into the hottest performing sporty sedan, the all-new redesigned 2021 TLX at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall. With its superior handling, optional drive modes, and advanced technology, it's the best sporty sedan on the road today. And get a special 1.9% APR for up to 60 months. Only at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyAcura.com. Special APR offer valid on all new unregistered 2021 TLX models. APR offer valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 331-2021. If you need to sell your house, talk to Aaron Taylor. You want to sell it fast and get the most cash. Talk to Aaron Taylor. The real estate guy we are in the best real estate market we have seen in years if you're looking to sell your house this year here is your window to get the most cash hi aaron taylor here the real estate guy we give all sellers a cash advance that means money up front as soon as you hire us to sell your house over 25 years of experience and over 5,000 homes sold also we buy all homes within 48 hours giving you the highest price possible Call the Real Estate Guy team today to sell it fast and get the most cash. And don't forget, I will give you money in advance before your home closes to use for anything. Want access to see all homes available now? Go to therealestateguylv.com. Call 702-310-6683. That's 702-310-MOVE. EXP Realty. Call for details. License number 388886. Talk to Aaron Taylor. The Real Estate Guy. What would you say is the single most important factor for your health and well-being? Diet? Important. Exercise? That's key too. But sleep? Great sleep is the top of the list. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, where our sleep professionals are specially trained to find the mattress that's perfectly suited for the way you sleep. Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Beautyrest, Serta, or King Coil. Best brands, best service, best prices, best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. 
Zoomer Naturals face covers and neck gaiters are the most comfortable, breathable, safest face covers on the market, offering a hat trick of three layers of silver-infused protection. Pick up yours today at CVS. While there is hope on the horizon, we still need to stay vigilant. Don't take a chance with your family's health and safety. Wear a face covering by Boomer Naturals. Ask for Boomer products by name. Boomer Naturals. Available now at CVS. Boomer Naturals is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, 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 right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Good Times with Mr. Sunshine. Brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Prioritizing people over profit. Yeah, Steve Cofield's not here. Adam Hill and Las Vegas Review Journal writer. I don't know why I set it up like that. And I was kind of reading and doing the same thing at the same time. Uh, John Von Zobel with you as well. Not a Las Vegas Review Journal writer. The Las Vegas Review Journal writer. I would agree. I would agree with that. So, Ari's off to a bad start on the show. Did not like Israel Adesanya in the pizza box, which was absolutely fantastic. Also, kind of body shaming, so I think we should cancel Israel Adesanya, but we'll get to that at some point. Um, also sent over that Space Jam directors have reworked the movie because Lola Bunny was too sexualized. Ari, though, wants to boycott Hollywood, animation, basketball, and bunnies. I'm confused as to what side that you are on here, sir. I'm on the sar- side of sarcasm. And humor. <laughs> I'm joking. It's since when? Fair. <laughs> no much. So, are you telling me, Ari? Speak these words, please. You're saying that you want a sexy rabbit cartoon? N- no, I'm saying like if they're gonna rework it, then that's that's what they're gonna do. That's fine. I don't. It's not really an issue for me, but I'm sure it's an issue for a lot of people that didn't care about it ten seconds ago, and now all of a sudden, so they want to cancel everything from basketball to bunnies. They're gonna stop watching. NBA because it's indirectly related to Space Jam. Is it possible for a cartoon to be hot? Um, I mean, I don't think so. But there's a whole community of people who do. There is? Oh, yeah. It's like a normalized, it's a relatively normalized thing. You ever seen, what's the... Um, the Roger Rabbit one. Well, well that's I mean, that, that, that that's Roger Rabbit, whatever her, Jessica, what's her name? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. But I was more going for there was a sitcom that was you know, based out of Canada, so I was on Netflix for a while. But one of the characters, long story short, had a big thing for hentai, which is like you know, like cartoon porn. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a whole there's a whole community behind it. Which, by the way, the original tweet to this uh, you know this whole thing on Twitter about Lola Bunny just evolved into a whole bunch of people posting explicit cartoons of, of Lola Bunny, which is a little uncomfortable scrolling through while you're prepping for work. And your wife walks in and is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, getting ready for the show. Like, it's... <laughs> doesn't how, work many out images, how many images of Lola Bunny did you have on your screen at that time? Uh, just the one of her squatting directly over the camera in extremely tight shorts. It was, it was a little <laughs> weird. I say camera. It was a drawing. It was, dude, it was a night. Click on the tweet. I sent it to you. It's a nightmare. No, I know. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nightmare. Well, for, I mean... Do we, do we have a problem that she's so much taller than Bugs? I mean, she was the athlete, though, right? So she probably, <laughs> I'm sure she's got an athletic background in her youth. She's pretty good at basketball. Wait, are cartoon do cartoon characters grow up, or are they just the same age all the time? I thought they were always just the same age. I'd assume that she grew up at some point. We're just looking into a prism of their life, Adam. We don't see their you whole know, lives. Bugs Bunny's been around for like 90 years, and he's the same age. Right. Doesn't mean he, just because he ages differently doesn't mean he was never young. Well, how long does it take him to age then? I feel like he was just born at this age, and that's how he's always going to be. Nah, I think there's, there's, I think if I remember correctly, now this is, this is going to date me because I'm old. If you ever watch Kids WB, they had Tiny Tunes. Uh, Tiny Tunes were like Looney Tunes, but they were like, they were little, and they were different characters, though. Like, it wasn't like Baby Bugs Bunny, but it was like two little, it was like a pink bunny and a blue bunny. They were tiny, they're toony, they're all little loony. 
Okay. All right. You know what I'm talking about then. Yeah. See, so Looney, Looney Tunes are little kids. That's a good. Well, that was a different. I feel like that was a different character. I'm just saying they can all they can all be little. But yes, I would say that Lola Bunny had athleticism in her background. That's why she's taller than Bugs. Bugs isn't okay. an athlete. We saw them in the first one. If you'd seen it, you'd remember. I mean, I did. They, they weren't Toon Squad wasn't great though. That's very true. They needed Jordan. Yeah. Like on their Teddy own, Lou. they never they never would have beaten the Monstars. Like clearly, but she was the second best part. I think what was uh, was Tweety Bird the third best Looney or Toon Squad member? Which I, I mean, it actually bothered me. <laughs> I guess she traveled. Well, he, small, he's smaller than the ball. Still pretty strong though. Can definitely get it done. This is the ball from. No, there was there was never any indication through all the Tweety Bird cartoons I've ever seen. The Tweety Bird had any kind of strength. What are you talking about? I'm sure the, t- the Tweety Bird has held up a cartoon mallet of some proportion at one point or another. <laughs> the cartoon mallet looks very, it looks very light. Right, the wooden one? Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, look like there's much heft to it. They usually pull it out of a pocket made of their own body, so I would assume it's not <laughs> right. like... Well, like Tweety Bird pulls it out of a pocket made of its own body. You're like, that's bigger than you! Where are you <laughs> keeping it? Speaking of which, um, the liberals have ruined sexy Lola Bunny. Very disappointed about that. Uh, I do hope that they have not ruined Tom and Jerry. I I want to see Tom. Is it the cat? I want to see Tom get chopped up into little pieces. So hopefully that's still in there. We'll just watch Itchy and Scratchy cards. Uh, I I feel like now I get it. The the over-sexualization of a cartoon character and a female and all those things. Like I'm, I'm on that side. I get that. But like you said, they did make her a very good player. Right. It's not like she was just there to be like the hot friend or whatever. Like she was a really good player. I, I felt player. that I was, was MJ. Yeah, I felt that was a progressive choice by them. I don't think they had to get mad about that. Good for you, Adam. That's yeah. right. Why can't exactly. they? You know what? There we go. These liberals. It's ridiculous. Wearing so stuff like, underneath the shorts and everything. Come on. I mean, I feel like we've gone down this rabbit hole quite a bit, but oh, oh, good one. There's. There's something I don't know. What like, Bugs seems very like attracted to the the cottontail. Okay. Like that's I feel like that's weird. I don't know what's happening here. I'm not going to get down what rabbits are attracted <laughs> to and what they're not. I have no idea what I don't you're know. trying to say. I don't either. But like when you look at like Bugs is always I I don't know like the. Okay. the, the it's a weird part. It is weird, and I don't know what you're doing. I'm aborting. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm, I've hit. The, I've hit the eject button, and we're getting out. But but I will say, what what, what do you got, Ari? What do you got? I uh, meant my like this eject button. No, 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 no. I will tell you when we're gonna go. Really quickly, uh, this is kind of like the theme, right? Love Space Jam when I was a kid. I don't know if I'm gonna watch this next one, but we'll see. I have a kid who's not really into that yet. You know. Regardless, I also feel old. Not only because Space Jam 2 is coming out, whatever, 20-plus years later. Did you see this video I sent you about these shots and the Four loco? Did you ever drink Four loco in your youth? Yeah, but I, I was not a fan. So I've only had like one or two. All right, were you thumbs up, thumbs down. Did you drink Four locos at all? No, two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. So I had like one or two in my life. So this video pops up on my feed the other day of this guy who is taking shots of Four loco mixed with another type of liqueur. Whether it's, I think there's Ciroc in there. There's some sort of Smirnoff. There's another brown liquor that I don't recognize. And he's mixing it with four locos that match the color scheme and taking shots. And my first thought was, boy, it's going to be some gross heartburn, bro. Like that's, (laughs) I couldn't do that anymore. And I feel really old and I don't like it. I mean, I'm more disturbed by the fact that he's had a shirt with every baseball team logo. That's that's also the other part of it that I was very distracted by. Like, yeah. would you wear that shirt out? Because I don't think I would. No. Like my mom, I was actually just the other day looking for a jacket to wear, and I stumbled across a massive Colts Letterman jacket that my mom got me when I was like sixteen, and like on the back it says like Super Bowl champs. It's like this massive, like it's like huge, super gaudy, <laughs> Like and I would and I've never worn it. Like my mom got it for me because it's, it's just so bam. And I'm like, I I can't do that stuff. I feel like the like that happens from a parent who's like, oh my kid likes sports. 
bro. Like, I'll buy a sports shirt. Look, it's got a logo I, of every team on it. <laughs> I love my family, but I am, in general, like in my immediate family, the only sports fan. So, like, wow. when that became known that I am like a sport, that's all I got for like five straight years was just like sports memorabilia. And I'm like, I like different things. Like, I appreciate the thought, but I don't need a 10th Colts shirt. And then people would be like, You really like the Colts? You wear a lot of shirts. I'm like, It's all I have. Like, it's, it's, it's all anybody ever gives to me. It's worse, though, because, like, at least I understood you're a Colts. Like, there, there's definitely, like, family members that are like, oh, I'll buy you this sports shirt. Like, what? no. Like, what are you doing? I don't even understand what this is. I am intrigued. Maybe we can delve into it at some point. Like, how do you become a sports fan when nobody around you is a sports fan? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, school, friends, all that kind of stuff. I think that's how you do it. But I also just said, you gave me an idea that I'm going to start a clothing collection. It's just going to say sports with an exclamation mark across the chest. That's all we're going to sell. But didn't – isn't that uh, Rob Lowe? Oh, is it? Cause the, oh, yeah. yeah did yeah. he get all the heat for wearing just the NFL hats? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> all right, second I like, hour. I like NFL. Second hour on the other side. Uh, actually, so I'm the only sports fan in my family. I feel like I'm also the only Marvel fan in this Cofield family. This has been Good Times with Mr. Sunshine, brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Become a member today at SilverStateCU.com.